Welcome to Gingermania, a podcast that gives some insightful advice from a young adult just trying to get through this crazy thing we call life. Well, we are going to get personal this month. Recently, I was diagnosed with HEDS or hypermobile Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. Yes, I know, this sounds like a lot. If you or somebody you know may also be living with this disease or any other autoimmune disease, be sure to check it out. I'm gonna be honest. This was a topic that I've been kicking around for a while. I'm still trying to come to terms with the diagnosis and quite honestly, it's been difficult to say the least. The term EDS was first mentioned to me when I was around 14 in physical therapy for when I broke my thumb and somehow ended up with tendonitis in my wrist. Still trying to figure that one out. It wasn't until about a month after I turned 20 that I was fully diagnosed. That's six years it took in order to get a diagnosis. This is fairly average considering it takes most people around 10 years or so, give or take, to get a diagnosis. Now it's a matter of learning about it and accepting this new reality. It's relearning your limitations and what you can and can't do. Sometimes it's hard to ask for help, especially when it's an easier task that most people could do without any second guessing. For most people, this is life with EDS and any other debilitating autoimmune disease. So you might be wondering, what is this thing called EDS? EDS, or Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, is a group of inherited disorders of connective tissue, primarily in the skin, joints, and blood vessel walls. It is a rare disease that requires a medical diagnosis, lab tests, and for many is chronic, which means it can last for years or be lifelong. Depending on the severity of it, some people have minimal pain that can only slightly interfere with their daily life, moderate pain that can be minimized with treatment such as medication or physical therapy, or it can be severe to the point where the use of mobility aids such as a walker, cane, or wheelchair are essential to get through their daily lives. While there is no cure for this disease, treatments include medication, physical therapy, and even surgery. This could help lessen the pain and symptoms that may occur. Some of the most common symptoms include overly flexible joints that could easily dislocate, and skin that's translucent, elastic, and bruises easily. I know, at first this could be a lot to take in, overwhelming even. But once this is the diagnosis, it's important to try to keep as active as possible, without hurting yourself, of course. And try to ignore the pain enough to enjoy your life again. It is possible, you just have to keep a positive mindset. So how do people live with this disease? Well, first off, we really don't have a choice, but realistically, number one. It's important to know your limits. For most people with EDS, there are good days and there are bad days. On those good days, it's easy to get caught up in what you're doing and unknowingly push yourself to your limits without even realizing. And eventually it catches up to you and you're back to square one, AKA another bad day. Number two, it's okay to ask for help. This one kind of ties into number one, but 
sometimes you want to prove to yourself that you could do something, and it doesn't always work out too well. It's okay to ask for help. Oftentimes, people are willing to help you or accommodate you. You just have to ask. Number three, look after your body and mental health. When you're in constant pain all day, every day, it not only takes a toll on your body, but it also messes with your head too. It's important to stay on top of this because your mental health is just as important as your physical health. Without them both being in check, you may feel a bit off. It's important to be honest with yourself and realize that when something doesn't feel right, check in with your mind and check in with your body. Make sure that they're both in check. Number four, keep up with hobbies, even when the pain is really bad. This one's a biggie. Try to find low-impact hobbies that keep you busy, but don't leave you in pain for days afterwards. Want to start reading? Go for it. Want to try a new recipe? What's stopping you? Again, be safe about it and know your limits. Number five, be an advocate for visible and invisible diseases. Whether it be participating in a walk for a certain cause or just telling your friends about this disease can really make a difference. It can help you feel less alone and help raise awareness about these visible and invisible diseases. Number six, try not to fear the flare-ups. It's EDS. They're bound to happen. Remember that there's going to be good days and there's going to be not so good days. But on those good days, it's important to keep moving and appreciate these good days. On the bad days, do what you can, even if it's just getting out of bed and eating for the day. Number seven, remember that you are not alone or going crazy. Before getting diagnosed, it can be easy to believe that you're going crazy. Maybe I'm not in pain every single day of my life. In reality, when you do get the diagnosis, it's just, it's a flare-up. It's your EDS taking over. Remember that there are tons of Facebook support groups and Instagram support groups and support groups all over the internet community. Heck, you can even look for support with a certain walk or a certain charity or something. There are so many groups out there. And just remember that even though you're dealing with this personally, there are so many other people dealing with similar issues that you can talk to and reach out to. And ultimately, you're not going crazy. This is your life, and it's going to get better. Number eight, finding a doctor that understands you and your medical needs. With EDS, this is extremely difficult. A lot of doctors really don't know about this disease just because it's so unwell known. Not all people know about it. So finding a doctor that's meeting these criteria and meeting these ideas that you'd want with a medical practitioner can be difficult. I mean, I've gone through hundreds of doctors. Some of them I was okay with. Others I was just wasn't impressed, not gonna lie. Um, But recently I have found a doctor that meets the criteria that I look for and helped me get on some meds that work. So it's important to keep looking for that doctor that really helps you and 
can figure out how to, you could live with this disease. Number nine, it's important to stay positive. With chronic pain being your everyday life and your disability hindering on how you perform certain activities that other people may find to be slightly easier, say showering or brushing your teeth, it's important to focus on the positive side to it. What are the things you can do? What are the things you're good at? Focus on those. And yes, it's the EDS is part of you, but it's not everything. And you could still live your life, even living with this disease. And lastly, number 10. For many living with this disease, it may be your life for now. But it's important to remember that even though it's a major part of you, that in most cases you really can't ignore, <laughs> it's not who you are. And you're more than your disability, whether it's seen or unseen. While many people suffer from this disease, it varies in severity from person to person. For me personally, I would definitely say it affects my daily life and overall well-being. I'm not wheelchair-bound, but when the pain becomes unbearable, I'll use it if I have to. That and my trusty shower chair. Recently, I did purchase a cane to help with stability and walking long distance. Can I do things like I used to, like run a mile with no problem? Not really. Does it bother me? Yes. But I'm making the most of it and figuring out how to navigate my life and not let my dynamic disability hinder how I live my life. It's definitely a challenge and a learning curve, but I'm doing okay. I'm still a full-time student and part-time retail worker where I do some heavy lifting, but it's important to be able to ask for help. And that's something that's really important with this disease. It's also important to remember that while it's a rare disease, people also feel the same way. It varies daily. And yes, some days are definitely better than others. From low blood pressure to stomach cramps, dizziness, migraines, muscle spasms, chronic fatigue, and a whole other laundry list of symptoms, EDS, or in my case, hypermobile, Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, is definitely a journey of self-discovery and acceptance. Even when you feel alone, whether it be from this invisible disability or from mental health issues such as anxiety and depression, just remember that you're not alone. There are people around you and support groups on the internet that can help make the journey a lot more bearable. I do want to point out that I am not a doctor and have no medical experience whatsoever, even though I've been to hundreds of doctors. I'm studying journalism, not medicine. This is from my personal experience and around six years of trying to figure out a diagnosis and just learning to live with and accept this new reality. I don't want sympathy. I just want to educate others about this invisible disease. I hope you enjoyed this month's episode of Ginger Mania and hope you tune in next time. Be sure to check out Ginger Mania on Instagram at Ginger Mania Podcast to get a sneak peek of any new episodes. Again, my name is Erin and you are listening to Ginger Mania.